I was muted. Hi, everyone. Welcome. We're Hello. so excited. Kate and I are back. It's time back. for a new episode of Shut Up. Keep going. We are live on Twitch every Monday to record the episode live. Um, that's on my Twitch channel. So Sid's so good. Twitch.tv slash Sid's so good. Um, but yeah. Let's get after it. Kate is presenting this week. Um, yeah. Well, how are you, Sid? I feel like we haven't. Oh yeah, we up. haven't really caught up. Let's let's fill in some gaps. Um, I'm good. I I feel like well, how are you, Kate? Because I feel like they know how I am. So how are you? <laughs> I'm good. You know, I actually had a really restored it. I know the new year is like technically arbitrary like nothing actually changes isn't that weird to think about the never that it doesn't actually matter yeah. like we just like assign meaning to it but i don't that's true and it's not it's like you can it's good to have a marker being like all right now we're gonna try to start over and like feel free to use this to benefit yourself which i feel like i definitely did and so i've had a pretty good january oh. i feel like last week like after being so like excited last week, I kind of dipped a little bit, but I'm back after a restorative weekend of sitting on my deck in the sun. I was just going to ask, what are you like? What's helps. restorative for you? Um, <laughs> nothing specifically. <laughs> I mean, just like doing the same thing I always do, but feeling better about it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Well, it sounds like you like if you're in the sun, like maybe the sun is restorative you're like a plant well, we've had this ongoing saga with our freaking deck um we moved into this house in february the week after we moved in our landlord tore out our front step up to our house and was like hey so like i'm gonna build you guys a really nice deck instead of a staircase and we're like oh my god that's so nice like you don't <laughs> have to do that and she's like yeah it'll take like a month Fast forward to January 2022 now. Uh, it is finally finished. And for about seven months, I had to walk all the way around up a giant hill to get into the back of my house. Um, but the problem is <laughs> Like now a dirt hill? That no, it's just like our huge driveway. That's very steep. Okay, okay. Um, problem is now, and I have to talk quietly because she's out there as I speak. She... Has five, she's had four crews of painters come in to repaint our entire house, the same color as it was that she had painted it a year ago. So I don't really- Just totally a fresh understand. coat. I go out last week and then has a pair of nude pantyhose over her face and she's painting our house, not with aerosols, which I would think would be the reason for that. Just with, and she's using Sydney, like the paintbrushes you get at Michael's to do art projects in high school. So it's like this like big. using the tiniest <laughs> little brush and is just going in and like painting our house. And I'm like, I stop, like stop making, it's fine. And, but now she, I guess she just lives on our deck and I think it's more, I think she it's She lives on your deck? I basically all day long. I walked out the other day. Her six-year-old son was landscaping our front yard. It's like I can't be uh, responsible for the your use Spotify of child labor. Um, so I don't know. It's been a real saga. So when she's gone, it's really nice to go out there and remember that <laughs> that's the front of my house and not my landlord's weird outdoor house. 
Well, that's so. nice that she at least takes weekends off. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, I mean, she has an entire family, so I don't really know how she has all this time to be painting. Um, it's really interesting to live in an art project, your landlord's art project. Maybe. I don't really recommend it. Maybe because I feel like you're so like creative and just like in it. Maybe this is like, do you think, is Caleb a like um, performative, like a performance artist? And maybe this is like all just like a, a performance. Doing, you think? Yeah. I could see it. He gets into really interesting interactions with her that he now thinks that she has a crush on him. And she's like in her late 50s. Maybe that's why she's around all the way, all the time. She's trying well, to like. We think so Caleb. because she always knocks on our door. And if I'm there, she's like, okay. And then she's like, when Caleb's there, she talks to him for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, back off, lady. <laughs> So she did, though, when she apologized on six of us having a bombed out front yard, she sent us, I am not kidding, 10 bottles of rum because we had had this conversation about us liking tiki drinks. And we I opened my door to a literal crate that these guys are lifting 10 up. 10 bottles? And they're like, this is for you. And I'm like, I, it, it can't be. Like, I don't know what we ordered. And I open it and I just keep pulling out bottles of rum. And I got like so stressed out because I was like, what am I supposed to do with all this? I'm not fucking Jack Sparrow. <laughs> but to be to be really honest, we've already gone through all of it. I mean, it really? was the summer. Because I was going to say. And we had a few parties. So I could see like tequila. Well, not tequila. I could see like wine. <laughs> but to me, rum is just something that I feel like people don't. They're not like, oh, tough day at work. I'm just going to pour myself a glass Me of rum. Me having these 10 bottles of rum, I think someone, like our friend came over and they saw, we just put them on our table because I didn't know where to put them. And this person walks in and was like, what's happening in here? Like, are you guys okay? And we're like, do you want any? Like, you can take a bottle. I don't know what to do with all of it. And it was like really fancy. I maybe should have sold it. Like, it was like, like $60 bottles of rum. Oh, geez. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Does she have like a I'm hug like, up or something? Just a dick. Just I don't know. <laughs> but I think I, this is, I'm convinced that she has Munchausen's with our house. Like Munchausen's by proxy with our house. Like she has to keep fixing it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Landlords, I we talked about, we've talked about this like off podcast before. It's just that like to be not necessarily a landlord because like what's the difference between a landlord and a property manager i don't know but the the one that like interfaces with the tenants i think you have to have like a very yeah. distinct personality because everyone that i've had especially when it's like an independent um building like you're not renting through you know one of those like there's like 32 units or whatever they're always a little they're just very interesting people they're very off <laughs> My last landlord said was the craziest person I've ever met in my entire life. She was from some country. Like I could never figure out where she was from. Mm -hmm. And she always wore the same outfit. I lived there for a year and a half. She wore the same outfit every single time I saw her, which was a bedazzled New York, New York shirt and uh, snakeskin well, leggings. No, she's probably from New York. No, she's not. I. She was like, <laughs> you can't move out if I'm out of the country. And I was like, okay, like when would you be out of the country she's like i don't know but when i leave i leave for like six months at a time and i was like well that's really inconvenient for me like i can't just not 
anyways and you're then just stuck there for he, six months I did I had a really weird last interaction with her where I kind of freaked out on her when we did our end walkthrough because the state of the building was terrible and mm -hmm. she told me it was all me and I was like there's no possible way that the cracks in the foundation are my fault for living here for one year and a half and so I stormed out. And then when I came back to get my check, she said, will you forgive me? I want you to like me. And I was like, I'm never going to see you again in my life. Like, I don't know what's happening. So, I don't know. I just went into my landlord. So to be fair, though. OK, so two stories. One, my last landlord, he seemed like a nice guy, but he definitely gave like weird vibes. Like I remember when we were applying and we found him because friends of ours had lived in that apartment previously. And so they like. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes when people move out and they like say on Instagram, like close friends and it's like, hey, I'm moving. Does anybody want yeah. my apartment? That's kind of what happened. And so like we go and oh. meet this guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did I get to see? <gasps> Is that Hi, an Aaron. Ernie? Yes. Say hello. Hello. Uh, what a sweet <laughs> cat. See, that's why you want to watch the live version, everyone. You, you get, get an Ernie viewing. You get an Ernie viewing. Um, no, but so the landlord, he was really weird about it and he was like yeah like I just really like I need to like interview you and your husband separately because like when I let you live on my property like you're an extension of the family and so like I really need to know like how like who am I letting into my family and it was just like super weird and so like we talked him down to like no you can interview us at the same time like you don't need to do separate interviews like you can like see us at the same time yeah. so <laughs> we show up to his house and he just like what he's like have a sit and we thought maybe it was just like a formality like maybe he had like 10 questions for us or whatever three hours later three hours later of us sitting on this man's couch and him asking us like where did we grow up like what were our parents like like what kind of values were instilled in us like it was but we wanted this apartment so bad it was rent controlled <laughs> and it was huge and so we were just like okay we just need to get through this like we just need to like handle this and i think that the man just didn't have very much contact but he had like you said full family like he was like a family man he had two little girls and a wife but anything that could have been happened over email or over like technology he made sure it was in person so like Oh, and then I forgot about this. So we get introduced to him over email. This is before the interview. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he emails back this like very, like it didn't really make, it wasn't, it was so vague that it could have been the response to like any email. It didn't say anything like, oh, hey, like so nice to meet you. My name's whatever. And like, I, um, like this is the building and let's set up time, whatever. He like emailed in like code. Like it was like, hello, um, something, something like party central, something, something. And we were like, huh? And so when we met him in person, he texted us to meet him in person. And then when we did, he was like, yeah, like I do that all the time because I want to make sure that like people aren't scamming me. So like my fake email is like was some like party storefront or something it was so what? weird he was such a weird dude but i think he he seemed benign he just seemed really weird and always to be craving um human connection well that's the thing and not to okay sorry <laughs> um 
not this isn't to generalize all landlords, but I would say a good percentage of them, they all have that person, a similar personality because it's like you kind of like people automatically interact with you in like a, the most positive way. And like, like give you all the power because they want a place to live Mm -hmm. and people fucking get off on that. It's really like, but I think it's a little sketchy. So I would agree with you. And we've talked about nurses on this podcast, which I feel is rude to talk shit on nurses because like first responders, (laughs) thank you so much. Like big fans. Thank you. But just that there's some nurses, this is pre pandemic. Let's live in a world where this hasn't happened yet. This is some, and it's like a specific subset that you and I have both discovered and I've talked to other people about it and they agree. So I'm just like, we're not, we're not saying all nurses. Not, it's not all. We're never saying all. We're not, but I feel like let's just take the people we know who are nurses. We went to school with some people who became nurses and I feel like they were like a very certain type of person. And I feel like they like really got off on having like a certain power dynamic and it's not surprising at all that the vocation that they chose to make money is that they are in this position of power. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Personal experience. Um, But the one thing I will say in defense of landlords, I don't think that people are always nice to them. And so I think because, because, oh my gosh, Kate, when we were living at that place with the landlord who we became part of their family, Um, Mm -hmm. And I will say, I feel so bad talking shit on him because when we were going to move out, he was like really accommodating and because we moved out under like shady circumstances and he was like very accommodating and was like really helpful in trying to help us find another place to live. And he had like a bunch of different properties and was like, please like take a look at the, like he was like really, really, he really liked us. But I think it's because the other tenants in the building were absolutely out of their minds. So there was one guy who would just straight up like yell at him. Like they would like have shouting matches. And I remember thinking like, this guy can like kick you out. <laughs> Why aren't you being well, nicer? That's, that's weird to me. <laughs> like that's such a weird dynamic to have with your landlord. Cause it's like, well, they like own where you live. So shouldn't you be... You know what I mean? I mean, they never kicked him out. He left on his own volition, but he they would have shouting matches. Granted, it was like, I can, I understand the frustration. It was like, there was something that needed to be fixed. I don't remember what it was. And it just like wasn't getting fixed because if there's one thing that I've learned with landlords, it's that they like don't have the number to an actual plumber or like actual mechanic. They always are just like, oh, I can just do it. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. So you are- He was like some random person. (laughs) So I don't know. I, I have to say, I think like maybe since we are people who are- very nice to our landlords or like at least have like a respect for them like we talk to them like they're people it's harder to understand why they are a certain way but i think that i have seen firsthand people be just like straight up so rude to these people and i don't really understand it i've actually never seen that but that's makes me that honestly makes me feel better because every time our landlord texts us i think we're getting evicted (laughs) just it's such a weird like anxious relationship to landlords. I think because I lived in San Francisco, whereas like it's like a nightmare housing situation there. And so like our landlord came in and she like told us we couldn't put stuff on our walls, which I think is like 
not even allowed. Like she was like, you can't hang anything on your walls or like have decor. And I was like, no No decoration, sorry. (laughs) And so she like was going to come into our house and I was like, oh my God, she's going to see the pictures everywhere. Like obviously, and she's going to kick us out. And Caleb's like, she's not going to do that. Like, she's just going to take our security deposit. Like, it's fine. And I was like, no, she's going to kick us out. Like, we better start packing. We better start packing. That's my own weird psychology. I have a big, like, I'm terrified of authority. And it's usually perceived authority. (laughs) Do you know what's interesting is I have, like, a weird complex with that, too. This is going to make me sound... Like, I need therapy. But guess what? I'm in therapy, so I beat you to that one. Um, But I remember in high school, or even just, like, I feel like I became conscious of it in middle school because our middle school was 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. And so it was, like, the 7th and the 8th graders were kind of, like, King B kind of a thing because they were, like, the oldest. And I remember that it was just, like, I had this ridiculous amount of respect for, like, the older kids. Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh my gosh, we have a little man with us. Kate is getting um, Ernie situated. Oh, that's why your mic went out was because you hit it. Sorry. Um. Oh is my gosh. Back? We yeah, you're back. Okay, so Kate is back. We were talking about landlords. Uh, we hit a little technical snag, but we are back in business, baby. Um. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about landlords, and I I feel like we actually kind of got to the end of that conversation. That was good timing by Ernie. Yeah, he was like, enough of this. It's like landlords. Get rid of it. Be banished. Um, he was probably a landlord in his past life. So he's kind of an issue with that. Um, well, should we get into it, Sid? We get shall. Back, Let's back get into the, it. Back the to grind. the grind. Well, so I know that you, um, one of the things I know about you is that you are very interested in waterways. <laughs> Um, wow, of, how'd you know? I'm a Pisces. I I mean, sorry, I know you really well at this point. Um, and so I thought, you know, what you're probably dying to hear is about the Suez Suez Canal. I uh, am. I should have how to pronounce it properly. I think it's Suez, right? Suez, yeah, I believe so. Like Sue uh, is so cool. Suez. You already did it. I was just going to repeat what you did. Um, Well, so I, here's the thing. I'm not going to get into the history very much. It doesn't, it's not, it's, I'm not particularly enthralled by waterways as you are. I'm sorry to say. I respect it. But I heard this story the other day and I was like, I've never heard of that before. So topic for the pod. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Suez Canal's yellow fleet. All right. Oh, and wait, can I pause you real fast? The Suez Canal yes, is where that the ship was stuck. Well, right? why don't we show our image number one? Why don't we throw that up there? Behind door so, number one. Our, our listeners <laughs> might remember this uh, event that happened uh, at the end of last year. I don't even know when it was. It was last year. That's what my question was going to be was, I feel like it like simultaneously happened like last week and like three years ago. Um, it was last year. 
and I should know the date. While Kate looks up the date, um, for those of you who are listening and not watching, um, we do put all these images up on our Instagram. So you can check that out at um, shut up, keep going, all one word. And we have an image guide that goes up the same day that the audio goes up. So if you're listening to this, that means the image guide is very much up there. Uh, so if you're you're wanting to join in on the fun, seeing all these uh, images, hand selected, hand curated. Kate has an MFA. MFA. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like that we're both on the same page about that. My credentials. Um, I just want to throw something out there that's a little bit random. Uh, random. This happened in such a in a month that I would not have said it happened. I was like, this was easily November 2021. Like just based on how last year went, I was like, this was the end of last year. I would guess October Which, then since you're saying November, but I would have guessed November 1st. Do you want me to break your brain for a second? No. <laughs> it was in March. No, no, Kate. That's like, not, no way. That year? was not in March. Was it? No. Last year was so weird. Like what happened? I'm like not so even trying to be dramatic. Then? Wait, it was in March? Know, that really freaked me out. How yeah, long did March it take? When did it get resolved? March 29th. What? Six day ordeal. I thought it lasted like also? six months. <laughs> me too. I'm What's happening? Confused. This feels like I'm a time warp. This March? is not a good thing to start out my Monday. Hopefully we'll recover. Yeah, this is March 2021. I really thought it was like in October. I thought it was like in October or oh, November. Like I thought you were going to say the way you were setting it up, I knew that that wasn't correct. And so I thought you were gonna be like, it was actually in August, but not in March. March was like almost yeah. a year ago now. Yeah, that's really disappointing um, to know that I have no concept of time, but uh such is such is life in the 2020s. Um, well, anyways, this image uh, will strike, will jog everyone's memory, I'm sure. Um, one of my favorite events that's ever happened. I think it's so funny. I was in on the meme, loved it. Uh, I saw a guy dress up as this ship for Halloween, which I thought was a great outfit idea. What did he wear? Um, and I, he wore just like uh, like it was a giant cardboard piece, and then he kept. Standing in doorways, <laughs> and it was like blocking doorways. It was really good. That is really like a ten good. out of ten costume. Um, I just love stuff like this where it's like one thing happens and everyone is just—it's pure comedy. You love to see it. Obviously, a lot of repercussions happen from this. I would say the repercussions like, we don't love as much. We don't love as much, but I had a good laugh when this happened. Um, and okay. I, again, yes, the repercussions were not so good for the well, supply chain. And don't they kind of continue? Like, is was the supply chain already kind of like fucked before, or is this? Yeah, it was. Is it way worse it because of this? I don't really remember. It was um, because of the pandemic, and then this, this just happened, made it worse, which then just made it worse. And I mean, it's just like it's a symbolic thing. I think that for the kind of economic crisis we're in a little bit um anyways so this ship was called the evergreen um it was one of the largest container ships ever built and um, it's i believe um nearly as long as the empire state building which is fucking crazy no way that's so wait how long is that 
Do you have that information? I can look up how no. tall. How tall is the Empire State Building? Um, it is twelve hundred and fifty feet. One thousand two fifty. Like sure, I don't know what is that. Can you give me something relative? How okay? Facts and figures. Empire State Building. At a glance, let's see. I feel like they have to have something about like. Um. No, they really, no. they really don't. They don't have like a like Empire State. How tall is the Empire State Building compared to? Like, yeah, I want to like, know like I how mean, many I giraffes mean... is it? You know. Oh, that's good. How okay? Um... Wait, let's look. How tall is a giraffe? Or like, how tall is a cat? How long is a cat? Let's do some math. How long is a cat? Like the average like house cat. How long You're is measuring cat? the Empire State Building by how many cats, how cats tall it is? Yeah. Really good how comparison. How long is a cat? Except it's hard to find this information. How long are cats? Well, that's the big um, faux pas of the hit movie Cats, is that they, on the creative team, didn't decide what the proportion <laughs> of a cat is. I think there was some dis internal disagreements. Because, you know... So the cats in the movie Cats are walking, like if you were to prop your cat up on its hind legs, that's how they're walking. So they're a little bit taller, right? Than like a normal cat walking is, right? So yeah. the proportions in that movie are like, sometimes a hat will be like this big and then sometimes a hat will be like the size of a room. And you're like, so which is it? Like they stand on a railroad and like they're like the size of mice, but then but, in another thing they're like humans, and it's just a freaking mess. But it's also an incredible film. I highly recommend watching it. It's pure entertainment. That's wait. a really beautiful image. <laughs> well, this is the only thing that's coming up. I'm like trying to figure out how long a cat is, and they're all like really depressing. It's like how long is a cat a kitten? How long do cats live? Um, there was one oh. that said like dying cat signs a cat is dying you're like well your video is doing some funky stuff kate what is high length of a cat oh you're back we're back okay she's back okay size up how big do cats get this is exactly what we want so domestic cats i probably shouldn't just always agree to those um of having a cat let's just say like a tabby like a tabby cat tabby cats aren't real cats oh my gosh um let's we are really going down a rabbit hole <laughs> let's just say way to figure out how let's, just... <laughs> let's just say bangle so it's eight to ten inches okay let's just say we'll cut it in half we'll say it's a nine we'll say it's nine inches long and then how tall is the empire state building <laughs> 1454 with the building with the spire and antenna. So 1454 divided by nine. So it's 161 and a half cats long. <laughs> that doesn't help me at all. I still have no concept. Wait, of 161 cats long? That is not possible. Oh, wait, wait. It's because. <laughs> Okay, 
let's run it back. Let's run it back. So nine over twelve is point seven five of a foot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so I'm sweating. So fourteen fifty four in feet. Okay, wait, wait. Let's just convert it to inches. So the Empire State <laughs> Building. <laughs> The Empire State Building is 17,448 inches tall, right? And so then we divide it by nine, which is the length of the average Bengal cat in inches. And it'd be, so the evergreen ship is about 1,939 cats long. I don't think that's true. It is! I just did the math! No, because you did the math based on... Inches. Yeah, but I think you mean feet, right? Well, no, because I converted. So the Empire State Building is about 50. Let's just call it 1,500 feet, right? And so I made 1,500 feet and then multiplied by 12 to convert it to inches. So now we're looking at it's 18,000 inches tall, which doesn't sound very tall. I'm on board with you. It's not that tall. And But then we okay. divide it by the nine inches that we know the Bengal cat is long. And then... Wait, how come it's different? Oh, because I was I was rounding. And then we get about 2,000 cats long. That's not... This isn't helping. That's not very long. That's not impressive to me. 9,000 cats? Um, No, 2,000 cats long. Like if they were standing like can't. human centipede. centipede. Like if they're... Like mouth like, to butt. Okay. I'm going to trust you on this. It's, it is Monday, so it's a little hard for me to be doing this complex algebra involving container ships, but I'm with you. Okay. So if that visual helps you, everyone, it's 2,000 cats long, which I still don't totally believe, but... Um, well, and we got, sorry, I see some people in the chat are arguing with me that Bengal cats aren't that long. Um, excuse me, we went to dimensions.com and, um, oh wait, no, they're totally right. Oh my gosh, Sid, if you scroll down a little bit, a cat is actually 14 to 18 inches long. I was looking at how long their neck is, I guess. I don't really know what this measurement is. This is such this is such a disaster. Oh, it's height. So they're like eight to nine inches. Okay, so let's pretend if they're stacked. If they're, if they're stacked, stacked. If they're stacked. I also just think it has to be more than two thousand cats. I think something went wrong at the other. No, planet. it'll be less than two thousand cats because if we use this, okay, let's try it again. Sorry, guys. I just oh we need to get this right. You it's really the last time. It's the last you? time. Okay, so let's just take the average of fourteen and eighteen because that's they're saying Bengal cats are anywhere between fourteen to eighteen inches long, and that gives us sixteen inches. So we're working with sixteen inches here. Now the Empire State Building is one thousand four hundred. 54 feet tall we need to now convert that to inches so we're going to multiply by 12 that gives us 17,448 inches tall right so now we're going to divide by that 16 inches that we found earlier which is the average length of a Bengal cat and that gets us 1,090 cats long is the evergreen ship which is the same length as the empire state building nearly the same length nearly give or take There's a few a cats, few cats. <laughs> yeah 
Okay, well, I'm really glad we got that out of the way, <laughs> that everyone can visualize the cats. Um, I do think we should continue using this measurement model for things in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind Absolutely. of... Absolutely. <laughs> How many cats... Well, and now we know that the average bangle is about 16 inches. Good morning. Oh, and that guy's so Open right. The ship is called the Colin. Ever Given. It's um, not the Evergreen? I'm going to be honest, you're so right. And I that shows what my reading comprehension is because I just kind of blaze past it and I'm like, sure. It's our first episode back, y'all. So we're just... Okay, but it says evergreen on the side. Okay, sorry. It says evergreen on the side. Okay, this is a giant conspiracy. <gasps> oh, but then it says Wait, ever given over here on the bow. Okay, well, I'm not, this isn't what the topic is about, so let's just get past this. <laughs> okay, I wrote down all this shit about what happened to make this ship go in that direction, but basically winds, environmental factors, it got wedged. They're still trying to figure out, like, who's to blame. The other interesting thing, though, is that the Ever Given ship, okay, was... At almost as deep as the canal is itself so that seems like that's kind of run like wait sorry a recipe for disaster deep as in like we're talking like how far down does the canal go to the earth yes okay okay so it's it's kind of a mess okay um, as this as this podcast is it's kind of on brand <laughs> Um, Are we the ever given? Should we change our podcast name? I think to... This episode is a, is our ever given, um, which you know. Why would you make a ship that, that deep? I think because it's huge. But why well. not just make it like longer? Why make it deeper? Okay, you can't ask how many cats deep that because <laughs> I don't have that information. <laughs> I can check here. Let's check Suez no, Canal okay. depth. <laughs> Look, look, look. Okay. Suez Canal depth. It's, I mean, it has to tell us how deep it is. Deep. Strabo wrote. Wait, who made a trench? One second. It's in here. Um, layout and operation. Okay, okay, okay. So it is 20, 79 feet deep. This is easier math. So it said the Suez by 12, <laughs> 79 feet times whatever. 12 divided by 16. It is 59 cats deep. That's not. But, well, that's not true because that's, that's not, not the stacked cats. Sorry. Let's stack the cats this time. So just a reminder, everybody, before we were, <laughs> we were doing the length. But if we want to do the height of the cats, cause I think just visually it's so hard to imagine cats like <laughs> laying on a vertical. That's not how they that's not how they lay. So I think we have to pretend they're all standing on top of each other. So let's just redo that math <laughs> one more time. Suez Canal is 79 feet deep, which is 948 inches deep. And then we are going to divide by nine, which is the average height of a Bengal cat. And we get 105 cats stacked on top of each other. Well, I think we just found out what our matching tattoo is, which is just a bunch of cats stacked on top of each other next to a ruler. Like, I feel like we can we can, we can really work with that. This. We're really getting close to what it should be. We can really work um, with that. OK, OK. You can take this picture down. We're moving on from this. <laughs> um, okay, so 
the last time ships got stuck in the Suez Canal, they were there, Sydney, for eight years. <laughs> what? That was six Wait, it's days. happened before? Yeah, it apparently happens like kind of often, but usually they just kind of get them on their way pretty fast. Um, one thing I do want to say is the cutest thing I read about canals is that you know how there's tugboats? Yeah. They just call them like, ooh, a Norwegian tugger, which I just think is so cute. It makes or me kind of sexual. I was going to say, it just makes me think of like somebody pleasuring themselves. Yeah. Do you watch John Wilson? How to John Wilson? Yes. Did you see the Tugger I, episode? I did. I thought you were going to ask. Incredible TV. You guys should all watch How To with John Wilson, by the way. Um, but I thought you were going to talk about TC Tuggers, the um, How I, not How I Met Your Mother. Um, I Think You Should Leave episode. Have you seen that skit? It's like a no. shirt that has like a little thing on it so that when you get hot, you can tug on it. <laughs> Great concept, honestly. It's really smart. Okay. Anyways, we're getting away from that. Um, wow, this is the biggest ADHD episode we've ever had. And to be perfectly transparent with all of our listeners, I was like, oh, this topic isn't that long. Like, we should feel free to, like, kind of go off. We really took that directive well. We I did. I'm obedient. <laughs> the landlords <laughs> love me. Um, okay, so... We're talking eight years they were stuck from 1967 to 1975 in the aftermath of the Six Day War, which I'll get into slightly. I'm <gasps> wait, not going to get that into it. Okay, wait, two things. One. Yes. Is it a conspiracy that it was the aftermath of the Six Day War and then the last time that the Ever Given got stuck, it was for six days? Sydney. Were they eight years apart? Wait. No. Oh. Wait, what's eight years apart? Like, was this that you're talking about? Like, did that happen eight years ago? No, it happened in 1967 to 1975, oh. which I already said. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Okay, second question is, did they at least get the crew out? Or was the crew stuck on the ships for eight years? Yes, they were. They well, were stuck on the ship? Some of them. That's what we're going to be talking about. Because oh, my that gosh. Was so okay well, we're gonna get into that okay so 14 strips chip strips <laughs> chicken strips ships. i'm just imagining 14 chicken strips just like floating in the canal <laughs> but like really big chicken strips okay 14 ships were stranded in the great bitter lake which is a salt lake so the canal i should have made a map it's like in two pieces and then there's this like lake in the middle mm -hmm. they were stuck in this lake for eight years and unable to leave the crews that were later dubbed the yellow fleet i don't know why oh, i no, mean I unfortunately are they Ships from asia holy shit i am really rusty at this i'm gonna be honest the yellow fleet because of the desert sand that eventually covered them developed sydney their own society okay because they were i mean yeah years. they were there for eight years where's their family did their do you think their wives got remarried well, or were okay, they waiting for them? That some people, some people like got f like flown out, but like the the companies had to keep people on the ships because they were just stuck there. They didn't want to abandon their ships. Do you know what I mean? Because they're full of cargo. I would have to be paid so much money to guard somebody else's cargo so that my company's ship didn't get like 
looted, they would have to pay me so much. Well, it seemed kind of fun in some ways. Oh, okay. Um, so really quick, I wrote down so much background information, but based on how this is going and us measuring things by stacked cats, I don't think people are looking for hard facts. Here. <laughs> so we're just going to move past that. Um, and let's just say in 1967, Egypt and Israel went, in, went into a war that's called the Six Day War. And though that specific conflict only lasted six days, the fallout for it would stretch on for decades. Um, and so a guy that was on one of the, sh uh, a British ship that was going through the canal said, quote, the captain communicating by pipe and whistle called me up to tell me that he heard a war had just broken out between Israel and the Arab states. And he says, if you see anything unusual, please don't, please let me know, but don't tell the Egyptian pilot because who there was a pilot on the ship who was Egyptian and he's okay. like, it's about to go down. Dumb question. So, pilot um, like an yes. air pilot or is a pilot a like a position in the ship? It's like a hierarchy. position on the ship. Okay. I don't know where on the hierarchy I did not get into that. I do know that the Yemen. The Yeemen? The Yeemen? You know, the Yeet. Uh The Yeetman um, is uh, kind of the HR person on the ship. Oh. Or at least in modern terms. They have an HR? Is in the Coast Guard. Uh, then she's a Yeeman and she basically is HR. Interesting. So like when people have like sexual harassment claims, they like go to her. Yeah. Oh my God, you took it so seriously. I was like. Well, that's like what I think of for HR. With a salesman, like, uh -oh. <laughs> whatever. Um, but yes, they would. You're oh. correct on that. Um, okay. I watched her dog when she went on a long cruise on her oh. ship as the Yemen. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, so as part of this six day that became a very long conflict, Egypt blockaded the canal and it blocked both ends with scuttled ship debris and sea mines prevent its use by Israeli forces, um, which meant that ships sailing from West Germany, Sweden, France, the United Kingdom, Poland, Bulgaria, Czechoslovakia, and the United States were stranded in the middle of the canal and had to watch the war unfold around them, which crazy, right? How long do you have this information fighting over this canal? How long is the canal? Like how long does it usually take a ship to pass it? I, I don't know anything okay, about water. I don't know water. how long, but I do know that it's 120 miles. I don't know how long it takes to get through there, but uh, it connects, as we know, the uh, Gulf of Suez, which is the northern branch of the Red Sea with the Mediterranean. So it's like a really good spot right there. Um, okay. I don't know how long 120 miles takes. I should have looked How fast up. do ships go? How fast do cargo <laughs> ships go? I'm glad you're looking it up. Um, it's true, depending on how many knots you're traveling. Oh, it's going to be a knots. You're right. You might it takes go 100 10 days at 20 knots to pass the Suez Canal. Interesting. Oh, really? Because this it's says the average cargo ship. Oh, never mind. I don't know. I should have. Re I'm so sorry. I should have looked that up. How fast okay. are cats in knots? Oh no! We unfortunately dimensions.com doesn't have that information. 
Well, are they running or are they trotting or are they just walking at their... I think they're just walking at their leisure. Okay. Well, anyways. (laughs) So, um, let's keep going. So... (laughs) Okay, so there's fighting all around them. They're stuck. They're fighting all around them. These ships are stuck. So if you didn't know, in 1967, the world was a little bit less connected, right? So the ships had radios and could call home, but Egyptian authorities eventually asked them to stop. So um, governments kind of came in and started negotiating the exchange of crews from the ships. um, And then supplies came in from Egypt so that those that had to stay on the ships could, like, survive. Um, And some of the sailors went home because they didn't need so many people manning the ship because they would be stuck. Um, so then, uh, one captain, Captain Miroslaw, Pro- I'm, he's Polish, so I'm not going to try Got to pronounce it. his name. Um, but this is, he's telling this in the New York Times. He says, essentially, we were in a very comfortable prison. The first month was like a holiday. Second month was very hard. And by the end of the third month, it was terrible. Oh, so, about um, what I'd expect. He, sh- he should kind of hold his horses a little bit because he's going to be stuck there for eight years so if three months is hard ooh-wee. multiply that ooh-wee. wait can i say interject real fast yes so chat did come up clutch and we have some we have some um speeds for cats oh great uh so the average cat walking speed according to matt 50 caliber uh says that it's two miles per hour which is 1.74 knots um, and Reality Kings says cats can run at 26.06 knots or 30 miles per hour. So we'll let you... They can run that fast? Right? No, cats are fast. 30 miles an hour, a house cat? Are we sure? That's like crazy. One that's like in shape. Like, I don't think it's a house cat that like, you know, has... Not the... an Ernie. Sorry, I don't think Ernie can run that fast. But I actually would believe that Chester could run that fast in little spurts. He has kind of short legs, though. Anyways, continue. I just, in case people want to do their own math and see how many cats fast the ships would take to go through the canal. Well, that's really good intel. Um, So Ernie would would kind of rip through that canal uh, in a few days, right? Right. Well, how many, you said 120 miles long? Yeah. So if it's 100, I guess I'm just doing the math, you guys. 120 divided by two is 60. So if a cat is just walking through the canal and we're not, I don't know what knots is even a measurement of, but um, the cat would take 60 hours to walk the canal, which if you need it, the calculation is 20 is 2.5 days. And that's with no rest. So let's assume that they only, they walk eight hours a day and take adequate rest um we'll call it eight times wait we'll call it 60 divided by eight it would take a little seven and a half days for them to walk at a leisurely pace with adequate rest through the suez okay so if we plan like a two-week block for ernie to do this that includes travel that includes a little bit of vacation afterwards for him because he'll be very tired for walking yeah you have to take some time off but that's why they're only walking for eight hours the rest of it they can kind of like rest their feet get a foot massage maybe like 
have some breakfast. Yeah, they're going to need to recover from this walk. Um, so they're probably just going to walk alongside the canal, right? <laughs> yeah, wait, how fast do cats swim? <laughs> just kidding. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going back. So over the next eight years, everyone, there's people stranded here. Mm -hmm. um, they developed their own system. God, eight years so is so long. So the companies that own the ships were able to cycle out crews to maintain the ships. And sorry, that's Ernie. How many ships um, were stuck? Is there a number for that? <sighs> sorry, I'll stop asking questions. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't write it down. I, I didn't write it down. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't believe it was very many, though. I have to be honest. I think it was, like, less than you think. Okay. That's uh, enough for I think me. it was, like... No, no, it was 14. It was 14. Okay, cool. Got 14 it. chips. So not that many. Um, but they were from all different countries, which is super fun. Like, they could kind of share experiences. So they had, like, a melting did. pot. They really did. So um, the ships... As time started to pass, they're like, listen, we're in this. Like, let's make the best of this. So they uh, started to play soccer on people's other decks ships. They attended church service on the West German motor ship. And they went to watch movies on the Bulgarian freighter. Oh. So uh, they also had their own postal system. And uh, let's just say intense amount of beer were consumed on the ship. So it's kind of just like a giant -A -A vacation for these people. Wow. Um, so did they look at it? Did they have like a doctor and stuff? Like, was it like a full society? I, well, I think that they, they probably had some sort of medic because people were like living on the ships themselves. So oh, that's the a good point. Like yeah. Provided for them. Um, so by the end of the state, mm, the end of the eight year stay, someone said there must be five feet worth of beer bottles at the bottom of the canal <laughs> from all the beer they consumed. Maybe that's um, why so the, a, the green given, what was that called? The ever given? Maybe it got stuck on given. all the, the beer. That's so true, because that probably stays underwater for a very long time. Um, so in addition to kind of hanging out, watching movies, going to church, like learning from each other, in 1968, they ran their own Olympic Games. What? Ten days ahead, the real thing. And we actually have a picture of that. That's actually the third image. But if you want to throw up the second image really fast so people can see um, what it... These are them... Wait, that one Stranded. ship looks like it's it's sinking. What's the deal with that? Okay, I don't actually like go past this picture. I'm we're gonna ignore this picture. This is the Olympic Games, so that's them playing soccer. What? That's so cute. I know, right? Um, and so they competed in fourteen events, including diving, sprinting, high jump, archery, and water polo. And the Polish crews even minted medals to hand out at an award ceremony. Oh. So they really just went for it. I mean, they have a lot of time. So I love the event planning that went into this. Wait, I, that's so wholesome. 
There also, Sydney, you'll love to hear this, was a soccer-playing dog named Bull Bull who participated Bull Bull. in the games and was awarded a medal. Was he <laughs> uh, the basis for um, the, the Academy Award-nominated film Air Bud? You know, I'm sure that's an early reference. I'm sure he served as an inspiration. Um, wait, did I thought Airbud was basketball? There's a soccer one. There's a soccer oh, one. It's I don't know if the name's different, um, but there is a soccer need an version. Airbud for for cats. I know. Right? What is this? Maybe that can be our big break in Hollywood. Is we'll write, we'll write Airbud, but it's yeah. cats. They could do, we could just kind of look at like what cats are physically good at and then find sports that would match. Like high jump. You know, high jump, they would be great. They're really at, good at track. Uh, yeah. Gymnastics almost, I would Gymnastics say. Gymnastics like, is flexible. good. And they land on their feet. Um, yeah. So, so we'll workshop this. I feel like we can find some stuff to get them involved with. Um, so... Things continued this way until 1975 when Egypt lifted the blockade at the end of the Yom Kippur War, and only two ships were able to leave on their own. Um, weather neglect and repeated salvage operations had worn out the other 12, um, so they had to be kind of helped out, if not disassembled and taken out, um, which kind of goes to show you why didn't they, like, why didn't they just abandon the ship at this point? Well, that, years, yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I, that, when that, do you call I it? I couldn't find the answer to that. Um, but maybe the guys just had a really good camaraderie and they're like, listen, I don't want this to end. And I do know that that's slightly true because apparently there's reunions of the people that were on the ships because they really bonded. Oh my gosh. How, did it say how many people were actually stranded? I know you said 14 ships, but like how many? Well, they were constantly cycling out the crew. So I don't know if there's enough on that. Okay. But, like, do we have, like, ballpark? Like, over, under 100? Like, 200? Like, like how many? I would say under 100. Under okay. 100. Yeah. Um, I read somewhere that it was, yeah, under. It was, like, 90 people or something at one okay. point. Um, so that's really it. That's the Yellow Fleet of the Suez Canal. Yeah, was Yellow um, Fleet the name of their society? Yeah. Okay. And they sorry. have little badges that they have that would they would wear and they have decorative postage stamps because they would send letters amongst each other. I'm sure romances were had, you know? Like oh. it's probably uh it's probably somewhat of a utopian society. There's a lot of beer, so um I just thought that was interesting. I was like, never heard of that. That's funny. That's super um, interesting. Wait, where did you like what spurred what spurred this? Um, I was randomly reading about, well, I remember I was like, did that ship ever get un, like, yeah. stuck? And then I somehow got on this and I was like, oh, I've never heard of that. Good topic for the pod. It um, was. I just, I wanted to start off with uh, something light. Um, it got a little, I wouldn't say heavy, but kind of a mind game to figure out that cat situation there was some math i wasn't expecting to do that much math this morning i think now we're probably just gonna have to do that with every topic it's yes everything is get our bearings with the height and length of cat that's confusing though i mean to my credit when i did it with the length 
or with the height. This doesn't look like height. It, using your brain, obviously a cat is an eight to 10 inches long, but like, this is confusing. This looks like it's, cause this is all I saw. So I was like, yeah. oh, but it, this is the length. Look, well, I like all of these. Um, Look at, sorry, now we're just looking at the website. I like all of the, <laughs> the cat pictures. Bangles are cute. They are really cute. However, I think just like go like adopt, don't shop, you know? Because I feel like most of the time when people are True. like obsessed with having a bangle, they like usually buy them from a breeder. And it's like there's so many cats though that there's don't have so homes. many cats. And if you get a as a cat person, if you get a cat from a kitten, you can help nurture that thing into any kind of Oh, totally. Well, I think any cat, if you give them a loving environment, it might take a while. But I think if you give them space and let them feel safe. Yeah. I mean, case in point, Ernie. Well, I don't know. He was kind of misbehaving to my mic out, but. Oh, acting out. He wanted <laughs> some he attention. Um, okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Thanks um, for coming on this back. journey. <laughs> it is good to be back. Um, we'll be back every week. Every week, baby. Um, again, you can find us live on Twitch, uh, to watch the madness ensue. Um, we go live at 9.15 a.m. Pacific, 12.15 p.m. Eastern on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash SidSoGood. And you can find the image guide every week on our Instagram, which is shut up, keep going, all one word. Uh, and then new episodes live, new episodes live. Wait, what am I trying to say? New episodes go live. They are not. New episodes go live on Fridays. Friday morning, anywhere you watch your podcast, on YouTube. Um, that's the that's the happening. Every Monday, we live record the pop. This is getting so long. Just basically, if you want to watch it live, watch us on Monday mornings on Twitch. Sid's so good. And if you want to listen to the VOD, it's this. It's on Fridays. That's what it is. We look forward to it, you guys. We do look that forward like to a, it. I was a mean teacher. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> we um, do look forward to it. Well, love you, Sid. Good to be back love with you. Kate. you.